0: Good evening. This is Brad with Ball Down South Sports Wave. Uh, This is Saturday, October the eighth, and we are going live here today. Um, We're going tonight. We're doing a post-game wrap-up show. So I've invited a couple of people to join me. We'll see if they come on here in just a few minutes. Um, I'm going to start out this show talking about the UK and South Carolina game. So. I am, uh, gonna start out by talking about it. So we are, um, just got through about an hour ago finishing watching this game. And I just got to say, man, um, pretty disappointed in the way that this game ended up, um, you know, Kentucky's just not playing clean football and that's not a Mark Stoops trait. And, uh, I, uh. You know, we uh, are lots of false starts. The offensive line looks horrible. Um, I'm not sure about the play calling. Uh, The first, you know, we we had to go with a backup quarterback who has never played before uh, tonight. We have one of the best running backs in the SEC. And, you know, the first play call is um, a toss end around from are running back to a receiver that gets blown up and they pounce on the ball and, you know, have two yards for a touchdown. Um, I just don't see how that's how you're going to start um, a brand-new quarterback and when you have the best running back in the SEC. I mean, start it downhill, let him get three or four runs under his – um, you know, plays where you're handing off and runs up under his belt, get him a game, give him a little bit of confidence. I mean, I just don't see. That's just not a play call that should even be made. Um, and I just want to start with that. I mean, the false starts and the play and the play calling. It's just it's it's ridiculous to be quite honest with you and. Um, It has to be fixed. We're six games into this season. Uh, We're now halfway through this season, and Kentucky just uh, um, doesn't play good, clean football right now. And um, I'm not sure exactly where you go from here and how you fix that. I mean, we gave up six sacks to a team tonight that had only had four sacks the entire season so far. Before tonight, and we made South Carolina look like an absolute just stellar pass rush uh, defense, and that's just not the case. I don't know if the new offensive line coach has implemented um, new techniques or what is going on with the offensive line, but I can tell you right now it's not working, um, and. I just, you know, it's it's just not working at all and something has to be done about it. I don't know if we need to go back to what we were doing. Um the offensive line coach, the new one and the new offensive coordinator come from the both both the same place from the San Francisco 49ers and I just uh you know, I, I'm not exactly sure what to think right now. Um, I can tell you this much: the big blue wall is got some holes in it. Um, I know we were without Jeremy Flax tonight, um, one of the tackles, and we had a backup starting um, at one of the tackles. Buford started tonight, and but you could you could tell it, and I'm not exactly sure. Where we go from here, South Carolina is really not that great of a team. I didn't think Spencer Rattler played all that great. Um, They have a decent running back. Um, The Lloyd kid is a pretty good running back. They do have a decent running back. Um, And outside of that, I mean, they're really just not that great of a team, to be honest with you. And... There is a lot of holes in this team. Um, once again, we have let a loss um, turn into two. And now we have to face a Mississippi State team next week that has been hot. Um, coming off two really big wins for them. And they are 5-1, and one, I believe, now. And you know going to be coming in it is at Kroger Field next week but uh, and hopefully Will Levis plays and I, but if Will Levis doesn't play I mean this team tonight just uh um I didn't think that offensively that we have all that great of play calls um I didn't think that uh the defense played all that great tonight to be honest with you um we gave up a lot of dash dashers you know plays long plays and plays that just kill you um and we just have a long ways to go i mean i was in hopes that this was the season with levis coming back that uh and some really good wide receivers and some talent um that this is going to be the season that we would put it all together and maybe have a 10 win season to be quite honest with you and where we're sitting right now and the schedule that we have left to play and some of the injuries that are going on, I just don't see it. I mean, this could very well easily be a 8-4 team and possibly even 7-5 and five if we can't beat Mississippi State next week. So those are just some of the things that uh, I wanted to get on here and talk about. And if there's anybody out there that wants to come on and give me a a, a call in here, I will uh, take your calls or your comments or anything like that. We'll also do some other wrap-ups here in just a few minutes, and uh, I'm not sure if anybody else is going to come on with me tonight. John was at the UK game. John Hammonds, that's usually on here with me, he goes to these games, and he was at the UK game. And uh, him and his dad are on the way back home from the game. So um, here's Robert's on with me. He's coming on. John, you there? Hold on just a second. All right. So anyway, I was telling you that John Hammonds is coming from the game. He had been to the UK game tonight, and uh, he's pretty upset about the game. It is his birthday, so we're going to – Both of us, we're going to wish John Hammonds a happy birthday, despite the the loss tonight for UK. um, Hopefully, him and his dad had a good time together today at the game, and it was a a good birthday for for John Hammonds, so I I do want to give that shout out. All right. Robert, John Roberts, you ready? Yeah. Are you on? I am. All right. (laughs) All right. All right, so I've given a little bit of my thoughts on the UK game and some of the the way they're playing, um, you know, I th- just saying basically that this is kind of a team that I thought was going to put it all together and have a chance maybe at a 10 win season, but they 6 games in, they just don't play clean, you know. I I told I said something about that earlier um this week when we were doing a show. Um I I'm looking for this UK team to put together a clean game and they just can't do that. I mean, they can't, they, they don't have a long snapper and they can't snap the ball. And the snaps are always bad on a, on a a punt or a field goal or whatever. Um, and we're getting field goals blocked and we're getting punts blocked and we are having bad snaps on field goals. We are having, we had six or eight false starts tonight on the offensive line. That was pitiful. Um, you know, just, I don't, the play call from the very first play of the game with a brand new quarterback that's never played a snap of college football before ever. And you have the SEC leading rusher from last year in your backfield and you don't use him is just ridiculous. Honestly, what do you say?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you've got the, uh, if you got the SEC's leading rusher sitting in the backfield and he's not being used, uh, you know, I mean, look, I, I, I understand the, the difficulties there as a, uh, as an Auburn fan. You got Tank Bixby and Jerkless Hunter and none of them seem to be getting utilized either, at least in the manner in which I feel like they should be. So. Yeah, that's definitely definitely frustrating.
0: Yeah, I mean, with Levis out and you got a brand-new quarterback that's played, I think, one or two snaps of college football before ever in, like, mop-up duty, you know, and never played, you know, in a game like this ever in his life, and the very first snap of the football game, you're going to do a toss, end around, sweep, with your wide receiver,
1: yeah, I mean, that 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 seems to be a little mind-boggling right there. I um, mean, it just it's unbelievable. generally your first your your first few plays should just be straight runs with a quarterback that's brand new. Like right. That. It I just mean, be that, that's runs. just
0: that's common sense. I think anybody that's a football guy knows that, or, or should know that. I mean, I just it's unbelievable to me. um And then of course it gets blown up in the backfield. And the toss itself gets blown up, so the toss is nowhere near Barry and Brown, and of course they scoop it up and run it to the two yard line. And one play, we're down seven to nothing.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's know. definitely unfortunate with all that right there, because that's a uh, that seems to be something that probably should have been uh, <laughs> kind of changed from the beginning with the uh, with the play call.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just it's pitiful, and then we can't. We have low snaps on field goals, and we can't get the field goal. With the guy, I mean, the kick We have a good kicker, and it was a forty-five yarder, and he still got it there. But he actually had to pause for just a split second on his follow-through, you know, when he's kicking. And when you do that, it screws it up. And of course, it went off the upright. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. They like they basically on a punt. They just bull rushed the. You know you, how you have the couple of guys up, you know, in front of the punter supposed to block them. Oh yeah. Well, yep. they they ran four at him and just at him and bull rushed him, and blocked a punt. And um, I can't even honestly, I can't even count how many times we had uh, false start penalties. Probably at least <laughs> six or eight.
1: Yeah, I feel you there. That's uh, that's definitely something that is. Uh, that's that's just having discipline right there. And um,
0: and it's at home, the,
1: right? And at, at home. <laughs> I so, mean, yeah, that's just a. That seems to be something that's uh, it, it's been going around because my team again also has been plagued with the false starts or lining up all sides, which I also think is.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you hilarious. one thing that really drives me crazy on the false starts, and I've mentioned false starts about ten times already since we've been on, but tonight we had like four false starts from the wide receiver
1: positions. I shouldn't ever have any, because you ought to, they ought to be looking at the ball. It shouldn't be anything. Like, what in the, is in that,
0: the, that about? That's, that's like middle school stuff.
1: Right. It, it's something that you are looking at the ball and when the ball is snapped, then you go. It's, um,
0: it was either 3 or 4 false starts from the wide receiver position. I mean, the discipline in in this football team is just not there. And 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 I hate saying that because Mark Stoops teams usually are. But 6 games into this season, this just doesn't feel like or look like a Mark Stoops team. And that's why That's where I'm at right now. Um, Until they can clean it up, I'm going to continue to say that, and we're going to have, we as in UK is going to still have problems. You know, they got Mississippi State coming in next week, and they're coming off of two pretty impressively solid wins uh, this week and last week. And I don't know what the status of Will Levis is going to be. They say he's going to play, but we all thought he was going to play tonight as well. So, you know, right. we'll, we'll see, you know. So Will Levis doesn't play, and we look like we did tonight. We're getting drummed by Mississippi
1: State. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think if Alabama also, I'm going to kind of switch up on you, but if Alabama also looks like what they did today, That Tennessee is going to drum them next week.
0: I I fully agree. We'll get to that. I promise. Yeah, we'll get to that. I just I just on a little rampage about this UK game tonight. Right, Um, Right. but you know your team as well looked. um, Well, I mean, okay, your team they looked pretty good in the first half. Not bad.
1: That's usually the, uh, that's the MO of the team. They look pretty good in the first half. Not
0: I mean, bad. they, they didn't and score they a get, lot, but they they, they, they were playing well and held Georgia in check pretty much for the first right. half.
1: Right. And uh, again, defense is not very deep. It is, I think we pretty much have decent starters with the, uh, with Auburn, uh, front lines pretty, pretty good. Uh, DBs are pretty good as well. Um, but the the, the the issue is is that there is no depth and that there's hardly any sort of rotation, so there, there's not a whole lot of rest for any of the, the frontline guys
0: and not um, a lot of depth.
1: Yeah. Right. And so when once since there is no depth and there's no rotation, you know, by the third, fourth quarter they're they're gassed, they're done. And, and especially if the offense isn't doing their part to keep them off the field. So right. um, if the offense is not doing very well, but the defense, there's only so much that they can do before the defense just completely caves in. And that's part of the second half woes is right. because, because of that. But um, I mean, against LSU, that was weird because offensively we, the the, the Auburn was, you know had a decent you know output at least on paper had a decent output there was 350 yards passing well, they by put the quarterback. Up 17
0: There's... points in the first half
1: right well they put up 17 points in like the first quarter yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: i mean i don't know if it was all in the first quarter i think it was there was at least well, I, think, I think 14 was in the first quarter the yeah. field goal may have came in the in the second yeah. quarter but either yeah. way it was Mostly done. Yeah, it, yeah, that's right. The field goal came with about nine
0: eight or nine minutes to go in the second quarter. Yeah, it's
1: about nine thirty eight to go. That was when the uh that was the last scoring for Auburn in that game. Um so for the most part, like I said, the the the, the offensive output in the game, if you just look at it on paper, looked okay. Uh until you watch the tape. And you see that Auburn gave it away four times, um, that they dropped it four other times, but were able to recover their own, uh, fumbles. And that's the thing that just really bothers the, the heck out of me is that, I mean, Robbie Ashford's running around and if, if he is, if he is committed to run and he has decided he is going to take off and go. Then that ball does not need to be gripped like he's getting ready to throw it. It needs to be tucked away and you know where 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 you know like a running back versus putting it in his palm of his hand. Because today he had a clear lane to run through, and as he's going, he just the ball went right off his knee and he fumbled it and lost the ball. Georgia got it a couple of plays later. They scored George scored twice on having the ball deep in Auburn territory. And at least once, one of those was definitely prevented. That uh, it was yeah. preventable just for, you know, Ashford being able to hold on to the ball. And um, I it just had, that's just been the story of the season it's not been anything like it hadn't oh i agree with it's you it's just yeah so saying, right. I, don't, I don't understand it all right so but just so I, we,
0: before we go into anything else i wanted to say that uh abc seven show has joined the room so it looks like you might be listening into the show um just want to say thank you and if you want to comment or Um, Call in. You can use that same app to do either of those or like the page or like the show, um, any of that. So we just appreciate you being on and uh, I want to get to that as well. So so today's theme in the SEC was backup quarterback day.
1: Yep, it was. Uh I think yeah. we had a backup quarterback at Kentucky, backup quarterback at Alabama, backup quarterback at Auburn, backup quarterback at well, Texas A and M, technically. Texas A and M. Yeah. Yep. Texas A and M is a backup quarterback. Right. Um well yes and no. He was the starter at the beginning right, of the right. year. He was and then became yeah. the backup and then now is the starter again. It's Right. Right. Um, he
0: was. The Texas AM yeah. quarterback was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And um
0: But there was another one or two as well, I think. Al did you say uh,
1: Arkansas.
0: Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas, Arkansas had one. a had a backup as well. Right. So today's yeah. theme in the SEC was backup quarterback day. Um and for the most part, um, uh, most of those backup quarterbacks lost. Uh Alabama pulled out their game. Um
1: Yeah, but not not any, you know. I mean, it definitely did not help his uh, his cause. No, but I'm just saying. I think the rest (laughs) of
0: them all lost, didn't they?
1: Uh, Auburn Auburn lost. Kentucky
0: lost. lost, Arkansas
1: lost. lost, A&M lost. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. Every other one lost. Yeah. Uh, Alabama. I mean, between Alabama and A&M, one of them had to win. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I think that's the other part too. Right.
0: So, with it being backup quarterback day, it seems like every single one of them um, lost, and it was just a bad day for all of those teams, to be quite honest with you.
1: Right. Uh, I mean, and there's a reason why they are the backup, why everybody <laughs> keeps pining for them, but just there's a reason why they're the backup.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and your team and my team are both in on that. So, you know, that's the sucky part of the day. So, uh, right. <laughs> right, right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I went in knowing that my team was going to lose.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, so UK's, that was
1: UK definitely was, uh, did not.
0: I mean, South Carolina I is a, really not a good team.
1: I have a I have a different reaction of how my like how my day went because I knew my team was going to lose. I didn't have to. I didn't have to go back up. So right, I'm playing the number two team in the country that should beat the ever living snot out of uh out of Auburn, and that's. And that's okay. No. I mean, I guess UK, it's just one of those things we And UK was South Carolina
0: at home,
1: and which I thought that they would win. Yeah, and that, that, and, that, and that we that have and
0: we have one of the best running backs in the SEC. And right. you know, I thought that we could, I, you know, to be quite honest with you, in the game today, I I I would have, at the bare minimum, it would have been thirty carries for Chris Rodriguez.
1: Right, and just even though, I mean, just in weeks past with the uh with uh the offensive line woes and pass protection that uh, you would think that they would at least get some sort of something that would be more run heavy and or very very So to Carolina come it where in you're with throwing.
0: South Carolina come in with 4 sacks in 5 games. Right. And we gave them 6 sacks tonight.
1: Well, that doesn't ever
0: help. You know, I mean, so anyways, I'm going to get off the whole Kentucky thing, but um, so we'll kind of run through, we'll start out kind of running through the top 25. Of course, we have already mentioned the Alabama and Texas A&M game. It just went final maybe 30 minutes ago, something like that now. Yeah, something Um, like that. And Alabama held them off at the very end. They got the ball down to, I think it was the two, was it the two yard line?
1: It was the two yard line because there was a pass interference in the end zone on the play right before oh, the last play of the yeah. game. And it was, that was it, it. The play resulted in an interception, but there's pass interference in the end zone. So Texas A&M with three seconds left to go Had got one playoff and, uh, wasn't very good. That play, uh, was, was supposed to run to the front corner of the end zone. And the throw was about three yards short of that, and meaning like it went out of bounds around the three-yard line, not necessarily that he threw it three yards too short. He was not. He was three yards away from the end zone where the ball right. went out of bounds. So right. uh, not a very accurate throw. Well, the theme uh, of that well, game was turnovers, well defended wasn't it? And, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was turnovers and missed – Missed opportunities because they, I mean, each team I think missed field goals and Alabama I think missed two. Um, and, um, yeah, so there were, there were some points that were left on the, left on the board. And then of course, you know, the fact that there were turnovers that either, either, you know, directly resulted in the other team scoring or just kept you from, having a uh, a shot at scoring yourself.
0: Well, so. let's just say for sure though, now, both games that Alabama has struggled in, Bryce Young was knocked out of and did not play in this game. So I think right. there is a clear you know what I mean? I mean, both games that they have struggled in and probably should have lost was basically without Bryce Young. Correct. And I'm pretty sure, you know, if I don't know, I figure Bryce Young will be back next week for Tennessee. But yeah, I'm, I was, But I'm going to be honest with you. If,
1: I didn't think it would be here in this one, and that I would think that they would be saving more for Tennessee. But if, I felt he, like they could win, if he if he is
0: out for Tennessee next week, Alabama may be in trouble.
1: Uh, if he is out for Tennessee next week, then I'm going to go ahead and put up a loss for Alabama.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure this serious. will be they the first be in one trouble. in 16 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right. All right. Uh, so we've touched on the Georgia-Alabama game. I mean, Georgia-Auburn game already a little bit, and you've kind of discussed it. Uh, Ohio State beat Michigan State 49 to 20 today. That's and a, that
1: started out kind of for a little while, a little closer than you know.
0: It was in the first half. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: And then was. and then I mean obviously Ohio State is a lot better than Michigan State. Michigan State's bad. Right. And so eventually talent was gonna take over and, and win the game. It just there was a little while when I was looking at it going kind of but hold on.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Michigan. In, the Michigan Indiana game today, Michigan scored twice in like the last six, seven minutes. Um, yeah, that was
1: one of those. Uh, it, it was
0: seventeen to ten with about eight minutes to go. It wound up being thirty-one to ten, so it looks a little better than what the game was. But um, I, you know, I wasn't impressed with Michigan at all today, to be honest with you.
1: Right, this was that game where it looked like uh, Michigan was kind of screwing around and seeing if Indiana could play, could <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> do something, because that's what they were doing. Yeah, I'm so we'll, we'll just. Screw around and see what see what happens and uh you know until the end of the game when they actually did uh score those final two touchdowns it was uh getting kind of dicey on right. that one
0: right Clemson tonight beat boston college thirty one to three but you know it was a it was a three to three game late in the second quarter i think
1: uh yeah that one wasn't one that I had on my uh on any of my screens, I wasn't yeah. really paying too close attention to that one. I actually was had the Florida State game on this evening, and right. that one started out with Florida State taking like a seventeen nothing lead, three
0: or something. Was it seventeen nothing? Seventeen nothing or
1: seventeen yeah. three? And then uh, they ended up losing nineteen to seventeen. Right. But uh, since in the pick 'em that we did. That it was a three and a half. Yeah. I still got it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. I picked Florida State on that one against the three and a half. So I was like, okay, well, they did keep it inside, even though right. I thought they, they were going to win it zero. outright. I thought yeah. they were going to win it outright, but. Yeah, I
0: picked up. NC State, which won the game, <laughs> but yeah. I didn't win the spread because it was right. like three or three and a half or something.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've done so. that quite a few times. I I've, I've won several games where I've picked it and it, one time it was six and, a half and, I, and 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 they won by six and anyway. So yeah. I keep getting screwed up on that, but anyway. Yeah. Um uh let's see. USC won tonight, beat Washington State 30-14. to That was a lot closer game in the first half as well.
1: Right, yeah, that one seemed uh, seemed pretty close. I think, what was it, 17-14? Yeah, it was
0: halftime. 17-14 at halftime, I think, yeah. And, yep. uh, but they wind up winning at 30-14. Um, Oklahoma State beat Texas Tech today 41-31, and that game pretty much went the way me and you talked about
1: well, actually, I went with, uh, I was going with Texas Tech in that one thinking that they would be inside the number. And it was a nine and a half, number was nine and a half that we were playing it, and they yeah. lost by 10. Yeah, it and was, had, wasn't it? And I said, I was like, dick it. I said, <laughs> yeah. all they needed was a score. I didn't care. Like, I didn't care that they were losing by 10 when they had <laughs> the ball with two, two minutes left. I was like, I, what I wanted them to do was just go. So that's, and
0: one – I think that might be one that just I go got score, on, y'all.
1: Yeah, I I think everybody else was picking Oklahoma State. I think both of y'all picked Oklahoma State in that one. Yeah. And I went to Texas Tech just because I felt like, "Eh, you know what, it'll be a shootout, but maybe it won't be a 10-point spread. Yeah.
0: The Tennessee-LSU game went exactly like I – if you remember, I even said Tennessee is likely to jump out 14 to nothing, really quick. Um, Yes. And that's basically Uh, exactly what happened today.
1: Yeah. If you had fumbling the opening kickoff on your bingo card, you won.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, so that game, I I was not shocked by that game at all. I, I, I'm really not sold that LSU is that great of a team.
1: No, they're not that good. I mean, look, think about this. If Auburn had any sort of talent and any sort of identity on offense, they could have kicked the crap out of LSU last yeah, week. They could have. And they didn't and and right. they didn't. Um they had several opportunities to win that game and they were just absolutely pulling out that shotgun, aiming it right at their foot and then firing. And um I mean that's just how that how that game went. Um, I mean, so Tennessee, looks, that Tennessee pulse, looks good. And anybody I, that has a pulse could be LSU.
0: Yeah, and Tennessee so. looks good. I'm not going to say that they don't. The offense looks great. Everybody's talking about Hendon Hooker. He, right. he is a very good quarterback. I am not going to say that he's not. And I think that Tennessee does have a very good team. Um, we're going to find out a whole lot about them over the next their next, well, they have one game in there that's like UT yeah. Martin or something, but three of the next right. four games we're going to find out a lot about Tennessee.
1: Correct, uh, and and I mean you know the 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 good news for them is that next week is a home game. Yes. So and that like crowd I said, going to be if if Bryce up.
0: Young doesn't play, I think Tennessee at home definitely has a leg up. Absolutely. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, the only thing that. That would make it better is that it was that if it, it weren't the CBS two thirty and it was like an ESPN six or six thirty game, right? Because then you could get a night game, you know, going with a hundred was a hundred ten thousand.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like a Yeah, or
1: a hundred nine.
0: 108, 109, something. It's, it's right around there. Yeah. Whatever
1: it is, they, that, that this would be one of the, the most electric crowds that Tennessee has seen in quite some time. Yeah. And,
0: and, you know, they're, you know, they have a good team. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that they don't have a good team. They do. Oh, yeah. You know, so, but we're going to find out next week just how good of a team it is. So, correct. Um, Ole Miss today um, kind of struggled with Vandy early on. Vandy got a, a lead on them early on in that game and was up like nineteen to ten or something like that. Uh, yeah, they had
1: a ten point lead for a little while.
0: Yeah, then, uh, yeah. Um, but Ole Miss put it together and beat them fifty two to twenty eight today. So um, they done what they needed
1: to do. And right. You know, and, and that is Auburn's next opponent, and uh, also going to uh, that will be Ole Miss's next win. <laughs> so. Did they play next week. Next week. Yeah. Um,
0: a, a game that you got right and I totally got wrong was the um, UCLA Utah um, game. UCLA apparently is a lot better team than I gave them credit for.
1: Well. Here's the thing. They beat, I mean, we're starting to notice that Washington's not nearly as good because they just lost to Arizona yeah, State. Yeah, yeah,
0: they lost. Yeah.
1: Um, and that was, again, when I started kind of talking about Washington State or Washington's schedule and I was kind of pointing out games, I obviously said that there were hiccups along the road and and then I had actually overlooked the UCLA game, but then UCLA beat them. Right, And so this time I was like, well, look, I I have this feeling that UCLA can keep it inside the number, whatever it is, you know, and it was four and a half. So I just felt like that, you know, even if they lost, they only lose by three, you know, right. And so that's where I was picking. I wasn't necessarily picking an outright win. I just went, it's, they're gonna, they're gonna keep it inside. Well, I just thought
0: Utah was going to have a better year. They have a great <laughs> offense, but right. they just don't have a good defense. And, right. And that is holding them back. So, um, yeah. U- speaking of teams, they don't have DTR, a great defense. DTR ran <laughs> all over them today. Yeah. Aston ran all over them today. And, oh, yeah. You know, UCLA is now 6-0 and and deserves to be in the top 15. So, um, right. you know. With the, with the record that they have and what they've showed, they deserve to be there. Uh, Kentucky's the next game. We've already talked about that. We've already talked about the NC State-North Carolina game.
1: Wake Forest. The, the Miami-North Carolina or the NC State-Florida State?
0: NC State-Florida State. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did I say that wrong? Well, NC
1: State-North Carolina. And I was
0: like, uh, wait. What's... No, no. <laughs> NC State-Florida State. We've already talked about that game. Wake Forest won big against Army forty five ten. Um a game that we picked was the Notre Dame BYU game. I got it wrong again on this one. I went with BYU, um and Notre Dame won twenty
1: eight to twenty. Yeah, I thought I thought BYU would would also either keep it close or win outright and um got beat by it what you said by eight, so twenty eight to twenty. Yeah. So yeah, the
0: that TC, was one of my misses. the TCU Kansas game today. Um I did get that one right. It, I think it was six and a half, wasn't it?
1: Six and a half and they won by seven, right? Yeah,
0: and they won by seven. So
1: That was that was one of those uh I, I had also picked the TCU and beat Kansas. Yeah. Um we I think we were all kind of going with shootout and it was just one was going to score was going to win by a touchdown. It wasn't gonna be by three or by whatever it was gonna be by a touchdown. Right, and uh, that's you know that keeps you outside the
0: number. So, yeah. Was... So that's one that I actually did get in our pickems. Um, yep. Kansas State, Iowa State was a ten-nine game <laughs> that Kansas State won, and that makes no sense. I mean, Kansas State has a really good offense and usually scores quite a bit of points. Right. I mean, I know Iowa State has a good defense. I'm not going to say that they don't, but right. um, the score on that game really surprised me. Is all I'm going to say really about it. Yeah. I, mean, I think Kansas, I think
1: anytime you play uh, one of the Iowa schools, it's just going to get really weird <laughs> and it's, it's going to be real low scoring. Yeah, and I mean, it's just not going to be. It's just not going to be a good game altogether. Right. Yep.
0: Um, we've you mentioned. um that Washington got beat by Arizona State somehow today, forty-five to thirty-eight, gave up forty-five points to Arizona State somehow today. Um, yeah, Emory Jones must have like had the game of his life. Yeah, <laughs> Do,
1: I, most most likely.
0: That's I, and I haven't looked it up or seen anything on this game, guys. So I'm just making that up. But Emory Jones is their starting quarterback. Right. Yeah. So that's the reason why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next top 25 game is Mississippi State beating Arkansas handedly today. Yep. 40-17. I think to we 17. all got that one, right?
1: Yeah. I think that was all of us. I think we were yeah, all kind we of in Mississippi yeah. State because of Arkansas's uh, uh it, Well, we all, injuries, we all knew injury knew was on the yeah, defense.
0: Yeah, we all knew that KJ was going to be – most likely out too. So
1: right, you know. But I so. was more just going past happy team versus uh, secondary that is completely decimated by injury. Right. So it Cincinnati was like pass come happy back. Team.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cincinnati come back and scored late and beat uh, South Florida today. They're ranked 24th in the um, ESPN poll, coaches poll, 28 to 24. Um, and then um, we'll start going through some of these other games. One of the, I mean, I'm just gonna be honest with you. And this game absolutely blew my mind today. Um, Texas beat Oklahoma 49 to nothing. Yes. I, I that mean, happened today. I, I I just like honestly, I'm I was shocked by this score. I mean by the game itself, by the like I just. Nothing. They got shut out 49 to nothing. I wasn't nothing? shocked.
1: I wasn't shocked that Oklahoma gave up that many points. Uh The more shocking thing was that they didn't score any.
0: Yeah. I mean, how does Oklahoma I mean, get blanked 49 to nothing? When is the last time Oklahoma lost a game by that wide where, of a score? And where they even, got shut out? Yeah, and got shut out.
1: Yeah, that's a, like, I would like to go figure out when, when was the last time they got shut out? Period. There's, there's, there's not, I mean, that, the Oklahoma, Oklahoma's had so many good offenses. Right. To where you've never seen them shut out. I mean, even when Bama beat them, um, or what was it? Yeah, it was Bama in the, uh, in the playoff game. I mean, they beat them like a drum in the first half. And I mean, the second half, you know, Oklahoma was able to come back in that game. I mean, still got beat by what two touchdowns or more. Right. But you know, they made it. They made it closer than it really was at the end. Um, and that was against a really good defense. Um, but yeah, they. It's been a long time. I would imagine since they have been
0: All I'm gonna say about that shut out is Brent Venables better be getting some stuff fixed. This is three straight losses Correct. for the, Oklahoma. It,
1: again, the defensive coordinator, and I'm gonna keep this yeah, going you've been until, he is fired, until he fired. Until he's fired. Well but I mean a game like today he ought to be is, fired. Is Ted Leaking Roof. <laughs> because there is a leak in that defense. Absolutely. And, and now it is a flood.
0: Yeah. I, so know. It's,
1: I mean, you could then now place Kyle flood in there and you're going to have.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really unbelievable. I'll be honest. I just, and I've it's, been,
1: once I saw once I saw it, I think it was during the, uh, it was during the first of the three losses. Um, Whoever they were playing right there in the first loss, and I uh, they put up, you know they they had a they, they had a Kansas camera State. yeah they had a camera on Ted Roof in the booth, and when I saw Ted Roof, yeah, I went that's why said, right. there it is yeah. that's 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 the reason, and pretty much I think what should happen is Ted Roof should be fired and Venables just takes over takes it over yeah i mean just takes it over because he he's
0: he is a defensive coordinator and been a good one
1: yeah, yeah so. and i mean like look back in back in 2011 or 2012 um there was a point where uh Chizik, it was actually 2000 uh 2011 it was uh after the Iron Bowl in 2011 uh I believe Ted Roof was uh, was fired by Chizik, and then Chizik took over for the, uh, for, the for the bowl night. game. Yeah. yeah, for the bowl game, and I think they ended up winning the bowl game. Right, uh, they ended up winning the bowl game, and it was either against like a Virginia or Clemson, but they ended up winning the bowl game, and Chiswick took over the defense was was the D coordinator for the bowl game. Is what it was. Right. And then Mm -hmm. obviously we know what happened the next year. They were, uh, three and nine, oh, and eight in the SEC. Uh, they won the three, uh, really crappy non-conference games and lost the one uh, against, I believe Clemson, um, in 2012 and got absolutely demolished in the Iron Bowl, which then they fired Chiswick, went and got Gus, and then the th- the 13 season happened where they actually made it to the national championship game. So, but yeah, it all started with Roof. Never liked him. Didn't like him in the 2010 season when he was the D coordinator. He just happened to have some dudes on the team, yeah. on the defense, yeah. and that was the only reason that that defense. I think the the players were were good enough and kind of did it in spite of whatever the coaching was. Yeah. So
0: And today, another game that we picked um, was the Florida-Missouri game, and Florida wound up winning the game 24-17. to It wasn't, I mean, it was a lot closer and stuff than, uh, um, you know, just a good overall game as far as closeness of the game. I think there was some turnovers and stuff in this game. It was a little sloppy as well. Um, right. And I think,
1: yeah. I think that's Mizzou's style of football is to make it sloppy.
0: Yeah. The game um, was a little sloppy, I'm pretty sure. Right. Um, yeah. And, uh, what was the spread think, on that game? Do you remember?
1: I, uh, if we all picked Florida, we all lost because the spread was 10 and a half.
0: Oh, was it 10 and a half?
1: Yeah. I, couldn't and I, know, I, picked, what the... I know I picked Florida. Yeah. I, I'm pretty I, sure. I remember looking good. at it going, I looked at it and went, yeah, like yeah. that's a mess right there. I think overall, within the nine games that we picked, the nine games, I'm not talking about once we get down to the Iowa, Texas Tech, and South Carolina, Kentucky right. game, but the nine games that you had selected. Yeah. I want to say I was seven and two in those, missing the BYU Notre Dame game. Yeah. And no, 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 nope, no, nope, no. Nope. I was six and three because. I said Bama was going to absolutely demolish AM And They did not. Right. Yeah. Um, so um, I missed the Florida game. I missed the Notre Dame game, and I missed the Bama game there because, me. again, I was calling for like a forty. I got the point.
0: Bama game because I, I, I yeah, you have, didn't,
1: you didn't think that they would win by twenty four. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's how both of y'all were picking was that y'all thought it that y'all thought that Bama would win the game, but that they wouldn't win by 24. Right. And I went, just like I'd said against Arkansas, I did it again and said, no, that's a, <laughs> big enough that it would be Bama that would win this game and that they would pull it off by at least uh, the, the 24 and a half. And, uh, you know, right. and I even put down a score. I said 48 to 20, which means I got A&M's Score right, but I only got half of Bama. Got half of Bama. Yeah, <laughs> I got right. half of Bama's score. Yeah, and uh, and and then I I landed right on, A and M score. Right, but that 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 wasn't enough to win that. So yeah, six and three out of the, for that nine. Yeah. and then I think I I failed in all the extra three. The
0: extra three that we had. Yeah, the extra
1: three. I think I went. I think I I was wrong in all three of them because. Iowa, Illinois was a three and a half, and I went Illinois, and and Illinois was favored by three and a half. Well, the game was a three point game. Right. It was nine to six.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Nine to six. Nine to six. Yeah. I'll tell you what, those are some exciting games to watch, ain't they?
1: Iowa I think has scored seven points or less in three straight weeks.
0: Yeah. Well the first two weeks they won the first game seven to they, three.
1: They won a game scoring seven points without yeah. scoring a touchdown. Yeah, they had a field that goal that was that was a field goal and two safeties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was that was again, when do you think you could ever see a a, a victory right where a team scored seven points? But the, the seven points that they score was not a touchdown.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, so, so I'm going to run through just a couple of more, a few more scores here. Um, Wisconsin won today big over Northwestern, which is not a big thing, but they did win 42 to seven after firing their coach. So I want to mention that. Pittsburgh beat Virginia Tech 45 to 29 tonight. And
1: Nebraska undefeated since firing their coach.
0: Yeah, Nebraska won. Um, yeah,
1: just trying to think about it. yeah coaches that have already been fired in the middle of the year and how right. kind of they've done. Yep. Georgia okay. Tech,
0: Georgia Tech fired their coach a couple of weeks ago, and now they won again today.
1: Oh, they're what they're, they're what two or two and zero or, or two I, and one. I think, two like and that. I think they're two and zero. I think
0: they're two and zero with yeah. this coach. They beat Duke yeah. twenty three to twenty in an uh, uh, overtime today. So. Yeah. Um, they're, I'm, you know, whoever their interim coach is. And I don't even know. It's, uh I know who it is. It's Brent Keys.
1: Okay. So he was, uh, I think he was an offensive line coach at Alabama. I think he was, I think they got him from Alabama okay. when, uh, when, uh, Jeff Collins took over, I think he took Brent Keys from Alabama. All right. And, I just uh, want to mention
0: it, that they, that they have won two games since they fired their coach. So. Right, right. You know, um, yep. They they beat Duke, which was four and a couple of weeks ago. Um, yep. You know, so, and I'm not saying Duke's a powerhouse or nothing like that, but um, after firing your coach when you can win two back to back games, that's a pretty good deal. Right. And most mm-hmm.
1: likely, at least one of those was going to be in in, conf- in conference.
0: Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, North Carolina. Did beat Miami today, twenty seven twenty four. So uh, Carolina and their offense did pull that game out. I think. Hey, we, the, we didn't uh, pick the, that game. The, the, Carolina,
1: the Carolina defense, at least, held a uh, held an opponent to twenty four.
0: Yeah, that's true. And we didn't pick that game, but we did talk about it a little bit. Right. On our pickums.
1: So I actually I actually know the strength coach to Miami. Just, yeah. Yeah. He uh I graduated high school with his older brother.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. And uh then he went and played he went and played uh at Mississippi State. Um played for both uh Croom and Mullen. I think he was kinda right there in the uh the Croom Mullen okay. years. Yeah. And he uh did a grad assistant job at uh, at Alabama, which is where he met, or where he worked with um, the current Miami head coach, because he was at, on the Alabama staff. Right. Um, and then, when Kirby took the Georgia job, or before Kirby took the Georgia job, he actually went over to Georgia, um, started working for Georgia. He was. I think one of the only, if not the only holdover from Mark Riff's, uh, Mark, Mark Rick's strength and conditioning group of guys. He He was the only holdover. I think he was the only holdover. And then when, um, oh, uh, what's his name? Took the Oregon job. He, uh, called him up and took him out there with him. And then when he took the Miami job also brought him down um to miami so he is if if you see him he's the guy with the uh with with the mustache that you know he he uses wax and everything like that and curls it up so that's when if you're ever watching a miami game and you see him uh you'll know exactly who i'm talking about when you see when you see him but that's uh his name is aaron feld Okay, and he is the uh, the strength and condition. Well, Mario
0: Cristobal's right. got a got a yeah. uh, a job to do down there now. I mean, right? Yep. You know, everybody thought they were going to come in and be the U again this year because Cristobal was hired, right? And yeah. well, you know, so I just want I mean, he, he was
1: recruiting. He uh, was recruiting Oregon like a like an SEC school. So right. I mean, I think you know he may. I mean, not that. He wasn't going to get the, the same caliber guys at oregon just because i mean it's nike it's oregon i mean he should be able to get whatever caliber he wanted to get up there in eugene Right. but you know a lot of the people he was getting up in eugene were not from anywhere near that area you know he was pulling people from texas and you know all around the, all around the country but california he doesn't have to yeah. he doesn't have to go very far to pull people into miami
0: right
1: and so he ought to be able to 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 have the same kind of success as far as his recruiting
0: oh i'm not saying that but, i'm but not have, believing but have, in him yet
1: yeah but have the uh, but have it where he has people you know just within the state of florida you know he ought to be able to 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 recruit the state of Florida, a lot better than what Miami has done the last couple of years, right? Because of you know just what they've been.
0: Couple of small go. couple of small schools that I want to mention: James Madison and mm-hmm. Coastal Carolina both won their games again today, and they're both still undefeated. Yeah, um, I just want to mention them because they're undefeated teams. Um, I gotcha. think. I think they're both still 6 and or they're both 6 and 0. Oh. Um so there's um I think last week there was like they're going to be on the list basically of still undefeated teams. So um I want to mention those two those two teams. Uh, they are teams that if we were doing the 12 team playoff this year would still have a chance for that group of 6 or whatever it is spot basically. You know what I mean? I mean we're not doing that oh, this yeah. year. But if we were, there are teams that would still have a shot for that. Right. Um so I just want to mention them. Um and then I'm gonna mention Troy. Troy won their game today against Southern Miss. There Su- go.
1: Troy Trojans. Southern
0: yeah. Miss is a pretty decent team most of the time and uh, usually. Usually yeah. they have been. Yeah, they have been and uh I, I just, Troy's, their head coach is John Sumrall. He's a Kentucky guy, so I just mentioned him. I like him. He's an awfully good coach.
1: Uh, Our former coach went up to West Virginia.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, and he's a Kentucky guy, too, actually.
1: Yes, he, yeah. Cause he's, <laughs> it, it, aren't they both under the, uh uh are they under the Rich Brooks tree? Yes.
0: Yeah, they're both. That's um, what
1: I was about to say. I thought yeah. I thought they were the air. They, they were all the air raid. Yeah. Yeah. They from were the Rich but, Brooks, which means Mike Leach, right? Yes. And he yeah. He's part of that and same tree. Yeah. Leach was part
0: of that tree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, um, John Sumrall doing a, a really heck of a job down there in the first year. So I just want to give a shout out to him. He's uh, winning some games down there. Uh, yeah. P- Purdue pulled out uh, a, a win today against Maryland, 31 to 29, um, in in the uh, Big Ten. Louisville won today over Virginia, 34
1: um, 17. And Louisville got beat week one by Syracuse, right? And that yeah. was where everybody was going, "Oh man, Louisville's so bad." And then, you know, I think the next well, they got week drummed two,
0: by Syracuse actually, yeah, 31 they got to drummed by them.
1: Yeah. And then what was it? The next week, it was either week two or week three. They ended up beating a team that everybody thought wasn't going to stand a chance, that they were, weren't going to stand a chance against. Yeah. And then I, I think it was week like three
0: because week, week yeah. two, they went and played UCF. Uh, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, they are. Yep. I think that's who they played week two was UCF. Um,
1: That may have been the one that everybody thought that they were going to win. That they they were going to that uh, UCF was going to. I think they thought UCF was going to beat them. Right. And then they ended up beating UCF.
0: So they're they're now three and three. So Satterfield, maybe, and he won that game with his backup quarterback. That's another team. Oh,
1: another backup.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's another team that had to go with their backup. Malik Cunningham was injured today and did not play, um, so they went with a guy who, as far as I know, had has never played at least much because Malik Cunningham's been there for four years. So, um, and and went to uh, and played. I mean, they played Virginia and won 34-17 with their backup. So. You got to give him a little bit of props for that, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a Kentucky fan. I'm still trying to give him a little bit of props. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I see. I see. All right. <laughs> but we had the uh, we had the we had the Gus on bowl a couple of days ago. We had Gus playing going against uh Rhett Lashley, <laughs> a guy that basically he groomed since high school because he was. He was Rhett Lashley's high school coach. Rhett Lashley played quarterback for him in high school uh, uh, in Arkansas and then basically had been his, uh, you know, quote-unquote offensive coordinator uh, at Auburn. He went and became the offensive coordinator. He was was on the offensive staff uh, at Auburn, then went and became the offensive coordinator at Sanford for a year came back to Auburn as the OC, even though you know, Gus was really running the offense. And then left, went to I believe he may have gone let's see where did he go after after Auburn? He uh maybe up to UConn, something like that. And then got the job as SMU's uh uh head coach. Um so then uh, SMU playing uh, UCF on Friday or Thursday night, and then UCF uh, just absolutely beat them down. Them. Yeah, it was a it was a beat I remember, down. I remember that seeing one.
0: that. That was like Friday night or something like that.
1: Yeah, I can't remember if it was Friday or, or Thursday, but either way, it was it was a beat down. It was Wednesday. Wednesday.
0: That game was played on a Wednesday.
1: Yeah. There was a, somebody had posted up not too long ago that basically said that there was only going to be like two or three nights between now and sometime in mid November where we weren't going to have some form of football.
0: Yeah. That TV. was, that was a weird. That's that was, a. Wednesday we should be
1: getting then. pretty, pretty close to uh action on Tuesday and Wednesday yeah. night. Um, I guess starting this next week. Right. We'll get the Mac playing on Tuesday and Wednesday, but for whatever reason you had uh the American playing on uh Wednesday this past week.
0: Right. So So a game yep. that's yep. going on that's at the half right now, Stanford is beating Oregon State seventeen to seven at halftime.
1: Stanford's got some offense they do and they, have,
0: and they have a good quarterback. I'm not going to say yeah. they don't have a good quarterback. They do. But Stanford is not really had a good season. I mean, they're 1 and 3, I think, or something like that. Oregon right. State's 3 and 2. Um, you know, so I'm I'm guessing this is being played at Stanford.
1: Uh, I'm actually looking up some other Oh, uh, I was trying to figure out what I was trying to remember who Middle Tennessee State had beaten this year, who who, who the uh, opponent was, and I just Miami. found that it. It's the Miami. Yeah, they beat um, Miami,
0: and then they got they got beat pretty bad today, actually.
1: Yes, that was because I was going to bring up that UAB in their homecoming beat Middle Tennessee State forty-one to fourteen. Yeah. Today, and I was trying to remember. I was trying to go back and figure out who was at the Middle Tennessee they, State. They had beaten, beaten Miami. Yeah. It was Miami.
0: Yeah, so and and another game that since you're bringing that game up, Appalachian State that beat Texas A&M, got beat today by Texas State, thirty six to
1: twenty four. Wow. Yeah. So there's a local radio um, sports uh, radio host here, radio personality. Here that, uh, graduated from Texas State's huge Texas fan. Uh, so, uh, his school. Beat uh,
0: Appalachian State today. Yeah.
1: Beat Appalachian State today. His actual alma mater did. The right. team he roots for absolutely destroyed Oklahoma in the, uh, in the Red River, Red River rivalry. And then, yeah. and then, uh, the, uh, the team that his girlfriend Roots for is Alabama, and of course he is all against A and M, whatever they are. <laughs> right. And so it seems like he's had a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with all like his it. teams seem to be uh, uh,
0: winning. Yeah.
1: So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: me and you certainly didn't have a good day when it comes to football.
1: No, I was always just uh, looking at baseball. Going, you know, at but least even- the Braves won the division. <laughs> <laughs> and don't have to play this weekend. Okay. Was, well, I'm a Dodgers
0: fan, and the Dodgers aren't playing this week, week, week yeah, and weekend. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, yeah. The, the the Dodgers had the number one seed of the uh, right National League, and the Braves had the number two seed, and the, the top two seeds didn't have to play this weekend. And those so. two
0: teams have been the winners the, of the last two World Series, and and had heck of like series right. in the yep. In the, yep. In the yep. national, also, in the national National League division, you know.
1: And they both, uh, both are over hundred game winners. Um, yeah, which is nuts so, that the Braves will be like. Just so, so you know, it'll probably Patriots.
0: come down. I mean, if it does come down a third straight year to the Dodgers and the Braves, mean you are definitely going to be against each other in that. Okay.
1: Yeah, it'll it'll. Ha- uh, I mean, we would uh, at least get an NLCS. With the Dodgers and the Braves, um, if if we're going to come down to, to making it a third straight year between either one of those two uh, two teams, yeah. so we'd have to face each other in the NLCS. Yeah, and uh, it could happen. Yep, 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 yep. Because uh, <laughs> I have to see who uh, who won. Uh, I got to see who won between the Phillies and the Cardinals today, because. It was 2-0 Phillies the last time I saw. And if the Phillies win, then the Braves have the Phillies starting Tuesday. If the Cardinals came back, it looks like the Phillies won. Um, Let's see, the Phillies won 2-0. So the Braves will play the Cardinals, uh, or the Braves will play the Phillies starting Tuesday night or Tuesday at some point. And
0: the Dodgers play?
1: Uh, Well, that depends on if San Diego won today. If San Diego won today, then the Dodgers will play San Diego. But if the Mets won, the Mets did win, so they have to play another game tomorrow. Another game. You'll find out tomorrow.
0: Okay. I haven't been following all this stuff. I mean, it just started. The playoffs
1: did, so. Right. Yesterday yeah. was the first uh was the first game on yeah, the playoffs. The Phillies, and the Phillies been...
0: beat the Cardinals two to nothing. Um
1: so as of all the wild card games that I know of, I'll have to take a look at the um at the American league. But let's see, Seattle moved on. Yep.
0: I was trying to find it. I'm. Oh, here it is. Um. The Guardians beat the Rays.
1: One- That's right. The the Guardians the Guardians have moved on, and Seattle have moved on. So those were both sweeps. Yeah. So they uh the they they took two out of three, which they won the first two. Right. So they, they will um.
0: Yeah, and the be Mets beat the Padres the, 7 to 3, so it's 1 to 1.
1: Right. Yeah. So I think that's the only one of the uh, uh the only one of the divisional or the wild card games that still has to be played is the third game of the Dodger or the uh Padres Mets series. All the other three have concluded with a two-game sweep.
0: Well, that's just a little bit of bonus coverage. We threw in some Major League <laughs> Baseball playoffs for you guys, <laughs> for anybody that's yeah. interested in the Major League Baseball playoffs.
1: Well, we interrupted this 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 broadcast to bring a baseball update, <laughs> a baseball update, because you know we we didn't get enough of Aaron Judge, you know hitting. During college football, so oh might as gosh. well in a college football podcast that we break in and I, talk about baseball.
0: My thing is how everybody acted like he was going for the home run, you know, he was going to be the home, yeah, be the home run for, king or something. And,
1: right. And, and really what it was was that he was going to be the AL. leader if, yeah, the AL leader and the Yankees leader. Cause, yeah, right. the Yankees have the top three American League, uh, home run uh yeah the top three american league home run hitters come from the yankees and that is with 60 61 and and 62 62. yeah home runs right each right so um but they are not the home run king (laughs) no because that is still barry bonds and if everybody still says well he cheated and then I would say everybody was cheating, so it was an even playing field.
0: Yeah, I mean so. even, even pitchers, <laughs> even even pitchers were cheating back then. So yes, you
1: know. like Roger Clemens, right? You know, and others among and others. others,
0: right? Yeah, yes. So I mean, so. you know, you can't discredit his. Home runs. I mean, I'm sorry. Outside
1: of his home runs that he hit in the the year that he hit 73 home runs, if he would have gotten out in the in every at bat, he still would have had, uh, he still would have led Major League Baseball in on base percentage because of all the walks. Right. That he that he had. He had 260 something walks or whatever. I can't remember what the what what it is. It's a record. Right. Um. And had he had every home run that he hit that season, so 73 at-bats, if they all turned out to be outs, he still would have had the on-base percentage percentage. that would have led Oh, listen, so
0: I am not a Barry Bonds fan. I'm not a Giants fan. I'm a Dodgers fan, and you know – the rivalry and the hatred between the Dodgers and the Giants, I'm sure you do You're right
1: especially that. since that they they both st- it stems from when they both were in New York City
0: right so i I'm not a Barry Bonds fan at all. I just want to throw that out yeah. there, but at the same time, I am a sports fan, and the home run king basically is one of the marks in all of sports that is talked about. Right. And, you know, and Barry Bonds broke the record and actually shattered the record, you know, and it was a long time ago, 2001. So, you know, and my thing was this year, you know, everybody's breaking in and acting like Aaron Judge is going to be the home run king or something. And it's just a little weird to me.
1: Okay. Still got 20 more, but he, or, yeah, he still had uh, 11 more to hit before right. he, uh, he he touched the record, and yeah. uh, he didn't do that. Right. So now, if you want to
0: say he's the AL American League leader in home runs, okay.
1: Yep. Yeah, just like if you want to say that Pete Alonso is the home run derby champion, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I I, I will say, <laughs> okay, you know. He hit sixty two. He he technically has the American League record. I guess you could say he does. He's got yeah. the American League record. Right.
1: Like I said, I think that's just as prestigious as being uh, Pete Alonso and the home run derby record, the home run <laughs> derby king. <'Cause,
0: laughs> right.
1: You know, there there are a bunch of Mets fans that were that were pumping up. Pete Alonzo, the, the home run derby king and the, you know, the best pitcher in baseball. And they were talking about all this stuff. And I was like, you said the home run derby king. Like you said, like that. Like, like I was like, I just want to, I just want to stop and point out the fact that you said the home run derby king. Like who cares?
0: Exactly. Like, like so. does anybody even know that?
1: Yeah. Ever. <laughs> but I just I, I thought that was it was just it was the funniest thing and then to see all the Braves fans because any that time the Mets do anything, the Braves will the, the, the Braves fans will cut in and, and it's it's real funny just to read the Reds like that. Especially so maybe, since
0: so maybe with the playoffs going on, the major league baseball playoffs, maybe we'll add a little bit in here and there. Yeah. Uh, and and touch on the playoffs. on on our on our podcast here and uh yeah
1: the biggest the biggest thing too was uh with the braves and i'm just gonna this will be the last thing i say but was one that they that they ran down the Mets uh they were 10 10 and a half games back uh june 1st yeah on june 1st they were 10 10 and a half games back didn't they sweep them at the end here they swept the Mets the next Man. to the last series of the year. They swept right. the Mets. If the Mets would have won any one of those games, they would have won the division. Right. And they did. Right. Um, because what ended up happening is the Bra- the Braves, uh, had to win all three in order to have the tiebreaker, the head to head against the Mets. Right. Um, in the, in the season series against them, because within each division, you play each of the teams in the division you play them 19 times and the Braves were down uh 6 to 9 i believe in um or or uh uh 7 to 9 sorry 7 to 9 and they had to win all three of them to have a to hold the 10-9 the 10-9 yeah record. so yep and yeah. then they ended up with the same amount of wins at the end of the year i think it was 101 and, uh, but since the Braves had the, uh, held the tiebreaker, the head to head, um, then that's why they won the division and the Mets didn't. Right. And, but there's a video of a sports writer or sports caster from, uh, the, the SNY network, which I believe is, uh, up in New York. And anyway, May 31st. He is on camera saying the division is over. The Mets are gonna win it because they had that ten and a half game lead on the Braves. Yeah, but that's that
0: awfully early in the season, May thirty first
1: is. Correct. And he is and it, and if you go on my timeline, I think I retweeted it or whatever <clears throat> recently, you know, right after the Braves won the division and I said like, you know, he's right, the division's over. Um but Anyway, he he posted that that or or that he was on camera saying that and uh, kind of going on and on and on about all the different teams in the uh, in the division and was just talking about how the, the Mets are going to win it because they have such a big lead that early in the season and you know it's they they're not going to get run down blah 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 and of course every Braves fan you know, marked it in the timeline and just waited until they took over first place. And so right when they tied it, they tied it once and then they took over sometime later. And then of course when they actually won the division or when they when they swept the Mets and then when they actually won the division, that thing got brought up a bunch of times. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Right. Right. <laughs> so yeah.
0: So I'm a I've been I've been a lifelong Dodger fan, just so Everybody knows. Okay. Um, I can remember my, as a little bitty boy, three or four years old, when the Dodgers and the Yankees played in the World Series in '77, '78. Okay. Um, and then the Dodgers beat them in '81. And, okay. I've been a Dodger fan ever since I was just a, I'm talking little, little boy. Um, right. and, um, my dad was a Dodger fan and I can remember watching those world series with my dad as a little bitty boy. And, um, I had the hat and, you know, with little glove that I would put on and everything. I actually thought I was playing, you know, I was like four. (laughs) Right. So, you know, I've been a Dodger fan all my life. And then, I'm a huge Clayton Kershaw fan, and I really hope that he gets a chance to play and shine in the playoffs. I know he's getting on the back end of his career, but right. um, he has been one of the best pitchers that I, in my life, I mean, in my lifetime, I, I feel like he's still one of the, I mean, he's one of the best pitchers
1: ever, really. And he's he's the reason why Stafford plays for the Rams.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Cause they were, they were really good friends growing
0: up. Right. Yeah. So, and, uh, he signed a one year deal with them this spring. And I'm hoping that, uh, that Kershaw can get another one. And I'm not sure if he'll go somewhere else. I'm hoping he'll stay in LA. He's an LA guy. Um, but he's one of my all time favorite players. So I just want to bring that up as well, since we're talking baseball.
1: Right. Yep. I mean, uh as for myself, I was a been a Braves fan since I can remember. Um and so uh it helps out that when, you know, when I right around the when I turned six or so, that's about when they started that fourteen year run. Right. Winning the winning the division and uh kinda going and having a dominant nineties decade but only winning one World Series um but they were always in contention. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh they were right the there in, in, I mean, in you're, 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 several you're, of them.
1: Yeah, you're in it in 90, I mean, you're, you're playing for it in 90 and 91 or 91 and 92 and um uh, and then you you play for it and you're you're leading all of baseball in 94 in wins um, before the shutdown. Um I believe they were leading all of baseball in 95 in wins in the shortened season of 95 because everything got started in like may i think right. that year um they ended up winning the world series against the indians um they went back to the world series in 96 they were back there in 98 and in 90 no not 98 but 99 so um they and then after that in the year that and the decade of the 2000s they uh that's when everything kind of started kind of going backwards right for them and then uh, got real old. all their
0: pitchers got old so you know
1: right and they all um i mean most of them went elsewhere too because you had uh maddox finished off his his career in san diego and then back with the cubs uh i believe uh Tom Glavin had gone up and played with New York. He came back, but he ended up retiring not too long after he came back.
0: The only one that stayed um, was Smoltz, wasn't it?
1: Right. Smoltz was the only one who stayed until he retired. Right. Um, and, yeah, so, um, I mean, it, Glavin, Maddox, and Smoltz, they all went away. It got really – uh it then seemed like that the development of pitchers – was lacking or that they would have a really good one in their farm system or they would go get somebody and it was like they played really well before they got to the Braves. They got to the Braves, they played really bad, and then they would leave and then they would like figure out how to play again and they would play really well. And it was just it was so weird watching this. So um after a while I think they reinvested in how they or uh how they developed and in their farm system and all that stuff and um, they uh, were able to then draft well but not only draft well um, especially like with the guys that they have now some of them are like actual draft picks others were like guys that they got in trades but got them while they were still in the minor leagues. like max freed is one of those guys um, I think he originally was drafted by the Angels. He was sent to the Braves in like the I'm trying to remember what deal it was. I wanna say it was the Justin Upton deal. Yeah. Um but either way, like uh there were several Braves that came that they came to the Braves um via just some crazy awesome trades for the Braves. Dansby Swanson was one of them. That was – they they did not give up a whole lot uh, in order to get Swanson. And I think that's crazy it, Dodgers, because he was the I number mean, the one last, pick overall.
0: The last 10 years or more, I mean, the Dodgers basically are just outspending everybody. And I realize that. Right. right and, and everybody. Yeah. So, you know, in today's world, basically, a lot of people don't like the Dodgers. Because they're just outspending everybody. And I understand well, that.
1: I mean, like, the, 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 you still got guys that came up in the system. But, and but I, and the I don't the Dodgers. Know, like, yeah, the clumsy. Dodgers
0: were one of the most well known teams for many, many, many years Right. that brought up players through their own farm system. And not only that, they went out to other countries and stuff and found, I mean, Fernando. A day yeah. Nomo, you right. know, I mean, and found these players and brought them to the country, and just created a frenzy with right. with these players and um that's part of the reason why I fell in love with them, you know what I mean, right um a right. long time right. ago, now, you know, I understand they're going out and they're getting you know um. Buying the players nowadays, yeah, Freddie right. Friedman, Mookie Betts, yeah, Mookie Betts. Uh, I mean, I understand, and, and there's bunches of them. I mean, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to say that there
1: isn't and Turner, both yeah. of them. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I understand that, uh, the, and they yeah. are. They're just spending buku's of money, and I get it. But they still, I mean, like Kershaw was a, I mean, he was drafted he was from, and, you know. yeah, he
1: was drafted and brought up. Yep.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, and they've always been known for that. Um, And, and, and and, I mean, until the last eight or 10 years, basically, I guess something like that, where they just started, they had, they got new owners
1: around that time. uh, Yeah. Magic Johnson's owner. Yeah. They got
0: new ownership around that time and they just started just spending money like left and right. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to add to this? We'll, we'll add that we've done a little major league baseball playoff and Dodger and bait and the Braves history a little bit to this. So, um, we will, uh, be on with our pick six and no fly zone this week. And we'll also do, um, our game day pick them again. And, uh, we will catch you guys.